Welcome back to tonight's intermission report. Merrimack hosting Notre Dame in the second of a two-game set here at J. Tom Lawler Rink in North Andover. And uh, joining us, it's Darren Pritchard. He is the uh, radio voice of the Fighting Irish uh, out in South Bend. And first of all, Darren, last night's game, a 2-1 to win for the Irish. Uh, we know that uh, it seems like this is a club, uh, a Notre Dame team that gets better as the game goes along, uh, outscoring the opponents by about a 2-1 to margin in the second and the third periods, and that's uh, exactly what they did last night. If you guys could tell us what we do wrong in the first period, <laughs> it would be a big help because we can't figure out for whatever reason we're just not very good in the first period. And maybe it's the inspirational speech from Coach Jackson in between the first and second intermissions, but we start playing better. But we have an outstanding goaltender, and he made a couple of huge saves last night, especially in the third when it was one-to-one. That partial breakaway, that save was huge in the game. And defensively, we're pretty solid. Top two lines offensively have been pretty productive. It's just trying to get something out of the bottom six. Yeah. Well, the game-winning goal last night was scored by Anders Bjork. I think it's, it might be his fifth of the year. Uh, I'm not sure about that, but at any rate, I know he leads uh, leads the team, might lead the country now in that category. But, uh, you know, big players play uh, their best when the game is on the line. It seemed like he was pretty quiet for much of the game last night. I don't know if Merrimack was able to contain him or maybe he was, you know, waiting for his spot, but he certainly found it in the third period. You know, it's interesting how teams have defended him differently the last three or four weeks. He had a lot of open space early on in the year. He had a couple of good years at Notre Dame to start his career, but this junior year got off to a fast start and now all of a sudden, I know Michigan Tech, every time he touched the puck, there was two bodies on him. You guys did a great job defending him last night. So he's got tremendous speed. He's got great hands, great vision, and his snapshot is pretty doggone good. Now, last night was a good dirty goal, which is good for us. We actually need more of those. We don't get too many of those dirty goals like that, but he has turned into an elite player in our hockey club, and right now when he goes, we go. When he doesn't score a point, we haven't won a game this year. Tell us a little more about him, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, he, he belongs, I think, at this point in that group of, uh, you know, few players that are going to get uh, serious consideration for Hobie Baker. You know, what makes him a serious candidate for that award, both on and off the ice? Well, off the ice, he has done an amazing job. He was actually working at a, a special school in town as part of his internship, and he actually goes there more than he needs to, and all of the kids just really look up to him. He's known as Mr. B and spends a ton of time with some kids that really need some people in his life, so he has done some amazing things off the ice. In terms of on the ice, he's just got that electric speed, and like I mentioned, he's got the great hands. As a Boston Bruin fan, I'm glad he's a Boston Bruin draft pick because that'd be something to look forward to here in Boston down the line. But he's really worked hard on his game, and his dad, Kurt, was an All-American at Notre Dame in the 80s. I think he's the 12th all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame history, so we're pretty lucky to have another Bjork here in the Notre Dame family. This might be the last time that we see Notre Dame here uh, for a while, with Notre Dame leaving the league after this year joining the Big Ten. Uh, your thoughts on that, and, and the uh, you know the things that led to that decision uh, that Notre Dame decided the Big Ten what we know was better for for whatever reason. How do you see it? You know, I think. We had a lot of options, you know, a few years ago when the CCHA went away. Really, the Big Ten wasn't one. They weren't interested in adding one of those, you know, extra teams that's not a member of the conference. So if they would have offered, I'm sure we probably would have had that conversation. But hockey's by far was the best option in all of our minds. Really, the NCHC, I think it was way down the list. It's been reported by a lot of people that that was going to be the place. I don't think it was ever really that close to happening I think this was always our number one choice and guys I mean you look at it from a recruiting standpoint most of our kids are from Minnesota normally Michigan we only have one this year in Chicago so now you get to have the kids play in front of their families they can travel to all the games so that's a huge bonus you know this is kind of the thing you hate to talk about in college hockey but we're going to play against like teams in the Big Ten I know 
Uh, Cam Morrison's 18. He played against a guy that was seven years older than him earlier this year. So you hate to bring that up because it's all part of the game, but we will play against like teams since we're always going to be a younger group. So it's going to be bizarre leaving this league after three years because it's a lot of fun. The competition is just unbelievable. And it showed against Massachusetts a couple of weeks ago. If you don't bring your A game, if you don't come here focused, you can get your tail whipped. And that's exactly what happened at UMass. And maybe that woke us up a little bit because we were sleepwalking for a while. And that loss in Amherst hopefully you know, woke us up and we played a little better as of late. What's your take on now Notre Dame fans? I guess you know the, the 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 typical Notre Dame hockey fan. How they see it, you know, now that they've had a few years in Hockey East, how how have they received the league, and how do they how how do they view the move to the Big Ten? It's interesting if if someone in the Boston area was making this conference move, I think there'd be more conversation because this is such a passionate hockey area. Guys, South Bend is still a growing hockey area. Before Jeff Jackson arrived, they had good crowds at the old Joyce Center ice rink. I don't know if you guys were ever there or not, but it was an interesting facility, to say the least. The Blackhawks got good just about at the same time Coach Jackson got this program going. So we've seen the evolution of hockey, but there really isn't people going on message boards or calling my sports show talking about the hockey change. Like I said, if it was up here, I mean, it would be front-page news, but... It's a football town. <laughs> and with the basketball team playing really good right now, unfortunately, hockey is sort of third string in South Bend. It's gained in popularity, but I really can't say there's been a buzz one way or the other. Which Hockey East Arena are you going to miss the most, Darren? Oh, my gosh. There's so many good ones. I, I, it's really hard to say. Boy, that's putting me on the spot because you know I'm going to make someone mad along the way. <laughs> I, I tell you what, this facility is not the biggest, but what you guys have done with it, is fantastic. I mean, the views here are fantastic. So this is a lot of fun. This is kind of, it's almost like a, a Hoosier hysteria basketball arena. I don't know if you've heard about the some of these great gyms we have in Indiana, but this kind of has that feel of just a classic old building. So this has been great. And I'm just trying to think of a couple of places. Obviously, BU's a lot of fun. I mean, that's a beautiful facility. And in terms of something else, gosh, I'm leaving out a bunch. You're putting me on the spot like this. I'm, I'm sweating under the pressure. I will say Vermont goes into the interesting category. I, I love the building. I just wish my table was a little bigger to broadcast from, but, but otherwise that's a grand old building too. Well, you guys have, uh, as it turns out, it should be a pretty quick trip back. I know that this game starts a little earlier tonight because of the uh, the, the football game, the Patriots game, which uh, takes place at 8 o'clock. But you guys will be in the air uh, right after this game, as it turns out, flying uh, back to South Bend. You guys uh, charter, I believe, and now you're out of Hanscom? Yeah, we're chartering out of Bedford, and I have a feeling we're not going to miss much of a football game. I have a feeling that Patriot game might be over just about the time it starts. So if there's an NFL playoff game to miss in the air, I have a feeling this might be the one. I think the Patriots are in pretty good shape tonight. <laughs> Uh, let's take it back to one more thought about yeah. hockey then. Uh, you know, First of all, the game tonight, what's important, you think, in, in your mind for, for Notre Dame coming off of last night's game? And then also looking ahead the rest of the season. You know, This team's like seems like a Notre Dame team that is primed to perhaps to make a move in Hockey East uh, from where they are right now to maybe you know jump up at least into that top four, if not higher. Uh, what, what will they have to do in order to do that as well? Well, first I'll say about tonight's game. I remember two years ago we won an overtime in game one, and you guys absolutely outskated us, out-toughed us that second game, and it was 4-1 it really even wasn't that close so I'm sure the coaching staff remember how well this team played you know two years ago in this building after we picked up a victory you know with us it's always matching intensity when our forecheck is good we can beat anybody in the country one at Duluth you beat BC but then there are times we just don't bring that strong effort like the UMass game and, and it burns us so if we don't play hard tonight you know this is a game we could lose four to one just like we did two years ago in terms of long term 
if we bring our A game, I feel like we can play with anyone. I have a feeling probably any type of regular season championship is going to be awfully tough because BC and BU, UMass Lowell are, are just not going to lose too many games. It doesn't seem like the rest of the year. But right now we're just trying to pick up some victories because in the pairwise it's not looking overly good right now. Now we've got a lot of winnable games, Vermont, New Hampshire at home coming up, BU on the road. So we've got a lot of work to do compared to where we were last year at this time. Well, thanks a lot, Darren. We appreciate your time and uh, wish you good luck the rest of the way as well. Uh, big luck, uh, good luck in the Big Ten. Hopefully we'll see you guys again soon down the line. Hope to see you guys. Always a pleasure. That's Darren Pritchard, the radio voice of Notre Dame. We'll be back with more right after this during our intermission report. This is Warrior Hockey.